Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 393. We're going to be talking to Aida and Fernando of Ferdy on running a family restaurant in New York City. Uh, really excited about this. You're all sick of hearing it. I'm going to tell you again, being fifth generation chef restaurateur in our family, right? 120 years. I just, I have such a deep admiration for anybody who's willing and able to navigate what it takes to run a family business and with their family, siblings. I got to work with my brother for a lot of years. And so a lot of respect for it. I know the reward and the challenges of it. So we're going to talk about that a lot today, as well as definitely get into the comments as always. Check out the uh, six questions with Aida and Fernando, where we dig into a little bit more of kind of their insights into Italian food, into the guest experience and supporting their their teams and uh, and what it means to kind of have those early childhood memories in a restaurant. All right. With no further ado, I want to bring Aida and Fernando in now. Good to see you both. Okay. Thank you very much. Hello. Nice to see you too. All right, let's get right into this. I want to uh, tell as many stories as we can over the next 14 minutes or so. Uh, Aida, why don't you start us off? Give us, give us kind of the, uh, the understanding of what Ferdy is all about. And please start with, uh, with the name because I love that part of the story. Okay, sure. So Ferdy Restaurant, named after our grandfather, Ferdinando, came to America in 1955 as a chef. They opened up his own restaurants. And uh, my father continued in the same path was a chef in New York, opened his own places. And that's where me and Fernando started dabbling in the kitchen and the dining room. And so it was all because of our grandfather that we entered the restaurant business. So it was fitting to call it Ferdi in his honor. That's so great. Third generation. That's a, a lot. Is it? Is it both empowering and is there a, a burden that you feel as well of like keeping up kind of the family legacy? What does that feel like for you, Aida? For me, it's something that I take great pride in because it is our identity and family especially in italian culture is everything so sticking together as a family and building something together to me is more rewarding than trying to venture out individually and and do something on your own mm -hmm. and you both did do uh, your own thing for a while and then came back together and so I loved reading that part about your story as well, is that you kind of had to leave the nest a little bit, go see some things, go do some things, go kind of carve your own path, and then come back with all of that knowledge, experience, and the legacy and kind of tie it all together. Really appreciate that. Uh, Fernando, for you, uh, Ferdy, you know, now now on the plate, you know, in the kitchen, you're having to, to kind of represent yourself and your experience, as well as your father, as well as your grandfather, as well as your sister, the whole family. Uh, how does that show up on the plate? What for you is kind of the experience of Ferdy uh, from the culinary perspective? Um, from the culinary perspective, I think um, what I wanted to showcase really was like um, these sauces that we make. Um, 
the sauces because the, the sauces, they have a lot of flavor. They carry the flavors. So whenever my grandfather cooked something or my dad cooked something, it was always like cooked in a sauce, you know? Um, and a lot of the old chefs, that's how they cook things. So not to say it's old school cooking because we don't use butter. We don't use cream. It's Mediterranean cuisine, Italian food. But um, that's what I wanted to bring to the table was that flavor profile with um, what my father used to make, my grandfather used to make and make it in a, in a way that's still pleasant to the eyes and uh, very tasty. Yeah, I can appreciate that. I, I actually really like that you said that because when you think of sauce as a cornerstone of cuisine, you go to French cuisine first. The entire cuisine is built on sauces and Italian cuisine is so much built on the singular ingredients or say pasta, things like that, with sauce being sometimes secondary. I like that you're kind of reversing some of that into those sense memories. Aida, when you taste Fernando's food, uh, g give us an idea of that experience for you. Is it automatically back to childhood? Is it like, wait, I see that you're kind of representing this one dish, but also you're taking it to another level, you know? Without without patting his ego too much, what's it like having your having your brother's food? It's kind of everything you just mentioned, Jensen. Like it's like taking the traditional recipes and he puts like a modern twist on it, which is cool to see. And um, and it's nice to see how his culinary um, what do you say like his eye has grown. And the more I like taste his food, the more I'm like, oh, it's starting to taste how like my dad would make it. You know, and I'm seeing him evolve as a chef. So it's that's been very uh, rewarding for me, too. Oh, that's very cool. Because sometimes when we're in our youth as chefs, we kind of try too hard sometimes, I think, you know, and like are trying to be like, look at all this cool shit I know how to do. I'm going to force it onto the plate. And you're finding that balance now between what your family has done for generations, what you learned out there in more of the vanguard of cooking and bringing those together I uh, really, really appreciate that. Let's talk about a couple of the struggles because you're in the restaurant industry. You're in New York City. What what a struggle that can be. Uh, you know, Fernando, for you, what's 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 the struggle right now that you're facing and, and maybe how are you overcoming that? Um, well, I think one of the struggles is um, when hiring new people, like you have to be able to train, train them and have them understand everything and so that way you don't have to watch over their back all the time like you know they they got to cook like as you make it you know so how do you do that that's the challenge um but with training and repetition over and over i think uh, eventually it happens you know yeah i appreciate that and i think what what again i like about the family dynamic is is your channeling your, your grandfather and your father so sometimes again chef can we can have a little bit of ego and be like, that's my food. That's me on the plate. But for you, you can tell the stories of why that dish is so important to you. I think that changes the communication a little bit. Have you noticed uh, that to any degree? Um, yeah. Um, well, I, I feel like as long as the ingredients are good, you know, and you finish the dish well, um, the food is always going to be tasty. As long as you use salt, pepper, good olive oil, a lot of different fresh herbs doesn't matter who's cooking, you know, it's gonna, you're gonna have flavor in that dish, you know, so yeah. it's take care of that sauce and you're good. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Aida, for you, what's, uh, what's something that kind of lingers in your mind day to day that, uh, that you're challenged with that you're seeing, you know, as a, as a new operator, this is your approach. And, and what is that for you? The restaurant, we were like building this place for almost a year and a half, right? 
So Oof. it's basically like our our baby. <laughs> so to be able to give your staff enough uh, freedom, not to be like constantly trying to control everything they're doing because you're so afraid that they're going to make a mistake and affect the guest experience. So that falls on you as a manager and owner to make sure that you're giving them the tools they need to succeed and then being able to step back and be like, okay, they can handle this right now. Yeah. That's the challenge. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is unbelievably challenging in, in restaurants because you have such a finite amount of time to create that, that guest experience and one bad experience. Do they give you the opportunity for another one? So really, really appreciate that for sure. And and I think in the interview, again, everybody get into the comments, check out six questions with uh, Aida and Fernando, uh, some really good insights there. We talk a little bit about some of the specifics of kind of New York City and, and any metropolitan area right now, delays, delays, delays. You mentioned a year and a half. That is that is gutting. I mean, that wasn't in your business plan. I can almost get, right guarantee that the, the lease expectation of the assignment probably wasn't that. I want this question kind of for both of you, Fernando, coming to you first. What was it like, like a year and a half of of waiting and challenges and things like that? How did you emotionally handle that? Um, I think it was hard. You know, it was very hard, especially like there was problems with the liquor license. Like they didn't file the paper right. Then we had to refile. Then they say it's not my fault. So it was not it was not easy. Um, we got it done. You know, and uh, we tried to negotiate something that we could stay, you know, that it was good, that it, we can stay afloat if things they did get delayed. And um, that's how we dealt with it. Yeah, appreciate it. And I eat it for you. Same kind of thing. How are you? How are you coping with that? You know, were you were you looking at the financials and the bank accounts and going, you know, how are we going to make this work? What was that experience like for you? Um, <laughs> It was. Everything for now just mentioned difficult, but <clears throat> before we entered into the whole process, we talked to a lot of people and we talked to our father the most. And uh, he kind of said, don't rush into signing this deal. You got to make sure that you have coverage for your, for whatever may go wrong because it will go wrong. Yes. So. <laughs> We had to make sure we had enough time to get the restaurant open, enough uh, rent abatement, enough. Um, the place needed a lot of work. That was the thing because it was in a great area of the city, but it was abandoned for almost five years. So it needed oh, the a lot space of itself was vacant for five years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we needed to make sure that we would get some uh, landlord contribution to help fix up the space. Um, did you feel like you got enough there? Good relationship with the landlord? Never enough. We have a good relationship with the landlord. No, they're nice people. Uh, just we always think, eh, maybe you should have got more because there's always more problems. Like once you start ripping apart the restaurant and doing the construction, that's when you start to see more problems arise uh, that maybe we didn't think were there. So. Got to have like goosebumps and slight PTSD from all of the things that you learn as you go well that costs money and that takes time and that costs money and that takes time it's it's unreal what it takes there's you know there's a thousand steps that it takes to open a restaurant so uh last thing question i'll come to both of you as well uh you know talking to your father now you did it you opened the restaurants you know what what's what's the conversations like uh, you're at the 
the same level now is there is there this this sense of camaraderie maybe that you're seeing now that you didn't see before is he proud of you like like give me some of that the, the family dynamic with your dad maybe fernando start with you um well i think uh, right now our, our most important thing is that <clears throat> excuse me uh most important thing is to make our guests happy you know so that's what we're always talking about like uh did everybody enjoy everything Oh, may, did they like that dish? Did they like the service? Uh, should we change this? Should we do it this way? And so that's what most of the conversation is like right now. And then, you know, that's that's what that's what it's about, right? For us right now. I think he's just, yeah. uh, he's relieved. <laughs> <laughs> he's relieved that we finally opened because we were all at one point, we were like, oh, when's it gonna open? <laughs> like, it's but, like uh, never gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's, he's happy now and he enjoys coming over and, uh, Eating is most important. <laughs> no stress for him. He doesn't have to worry about covers, ticket times, nothing. He can just come and enjoy what his, what his kids are doing. Relieved is a great word. I, I think of it like almost like sports, right? You see the Olympic athlete, and then you see the parents on the sideline, like way more stressed and freaking out <laughs> than the actual athlete is. It can be like that sometimes. Obviously, it's super challenging for you. It, sometimes uh, ignorance can be bliss. You don't quite know what you've gotten yourself into when we open restaurants. Uh, your dad definitely did. So I can tell that he was relieved a deep breath when he said, all right, now you, you're finally restaurant tours. How, how amazing is that? I really appreciate uh, the story that uh, you've been able to tell us and the work that you all are doing. So uh, thank you for, thank you for what you're doing. We need, you know, we need future leaders like yourself that are thinking about the way that we operate restaurants and your family dynamic is obviously so important to you. And, uh, to a lot of us, we say family in restaurants a lot, and I don't think people understand what that means. The two of you really, really know what that means. So appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, very you so much. much for having us. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Ciao. All right. That is it, everybody, for this episode. Once again, this was Best Served Podcast 393, Aida and Fernando of Ferdy on running a family restaurant in New York City. Such a great story. You can tell I just get really energized by this because I know again, that family legacy, how important that is and how challenging it is. So a lot of respect to what they're doing there and check out the article. You can learn a little bit more about their story as well as a little bit of more advice from them on opening a new restaurant because they just went through a year and a half of it. And, uh, and as always, we're here Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Mountain. Uh, tune in and hopefully learn a little bit more about the industry, uh, opening new restaurant and kind of empowering and educating those future leaders. That's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.